The views and opinions expressed today on Black Focus Radio are not the views and opinions of the station, its management, or its advertisers. Now, let's get ready to focus on our issues, our solutions, using our voices on Black Focus Radio. Welcome to Black Focus, the show designed with our community in mind, where we focus on our issues, developing our solutions, using our voices. Central Arkansas, surrounding areas, and the nation. Get ready. Black Focus starts right now. Phone lines open at 855-525-5683. So here's your host, David W. Coleman and Robert Webb. Hey, what's happening? <laughs> Welcome to the show, Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices. Oh, man. Agua Fria. I love cold water. 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with us if you'd like to join the show. You can also hit us up on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Don't forget to download the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Got a lot of stuff where you can get in touch with us, okay? And if you want to call me direct, yeah, hit me up at, uh, I don't care, 615-554-0568. Uh, call and talk to me. Just don't get on my nerves. Go buy some product. Go to ribrub.com, R-I-B-B-R-U-B-B.com, and buy some product, okay? All right, so, so much to talk about. Huge, huge weekend uh, we're headed into Wednesday. Man, these days really go by fast. I will tell you that if you're not ready, you better get ready because the cold weather is here. Okay? Good. And me like a dummy, I'm about to go spend four days in Chicago. I looked at the weather report, <laughs> and it was 12 degrees. I'm like, David, what are you doing? What? Well, I'm like, oh, my God. And I always said, I've always said that you never go to Chicago between – uh, let's see, September, well, October 31st, and, well, some would say September 30th. You might want to push that back some. But I'd say October 30th, well, see, it's not even October 31st, and it was already, it's mid-October. I'm going to say September 30th. <laughs> and May 31st. Now I've been in the Chicago. I've been in Chicago mid-May. It snowed, and I'm going um, at the uh, well mid mid-November. It'll be cold. Hopefully, I won't get snowed in Chicago. I'm I'm so worried <laughs> because I'm supposed to be going to Baltimore when I leave there. I've, I've got a busy month. I'm going to be in Houston. Uh, this is a travel month coming up for me, so it ought to be pretty interesting. So the only place I'm going to go, well, I'm going to go to potentially two places where it's going to be tons and tons of snow. But all right. Anyway, I know y'all don't want to hear about me. But anyway, um, uh, I, I say all that to say that the cold weather's here, and I'm about to get a good taste of it. But that's okay, because I got a Chicago coat, baby. <laughs> I got a Chicago coat. And some Chicago draws too. Oh, that was I'm sorry, that was TMI. <laughs> I'm sorry, I feel good today, having a good time here. The weather actually has been very nice, but it's gonna get cold tonight here in Little Rock, uh, which is about look, and I'm not complaining. I love the cold weather. I just don't know if I love the Chicago cold weather. 
<laughs> anyway, so tons and tons to talk about today as well. We got to keep talking about Herschel Walker. Uh, we hadn't talked much about the debate that had took place on Friday. We'll talk a lot about that today. We're also going to talk about Kanye West and a $250 million lawsuit he was just slapped with, and I hope they slap him good. Hey, it ain't going to hurt him. He got the money. He'll probably say that. But at some point, as I've told people, we got to start looking at who are our black leaders, okay? Also, um, uh, we need to talk about the missing sisters that are in Kansas City that the police ignored until one of them escaped. Hello, remember the story in Memphis about the sister who was raped and the rape kit sat on the shelf for months, over a year? We'll get into all that. I won't start getting into this right now because this, uh, this, this speaks to what people have been saying all along about missing black women. Police don't, don't find that a value, and it ticks me off. I'm sorry, I, I'm not ticked off yet. I'm gonna get there though. And by the way, um, I gotta if we get a chance, we're gonna talk, try to find out who's actually financing the repugnance. Hello? Have, have you all decide who where are they getting their money from? Who in corporate America is giving money to the repugnance? The people that are trying to overthrow the government. Shouldn't we know that? We're going to try to get some insight in that. And if we don't get to it today, we're going to get to it tomorrow, on tomorrow's show. I promise you. All right? And we got to talk about something local. Those of you who are not in the Little Rock area, this, this show emanates out of Little Rock, Arkansas. We got to talk about the mayor's race here and something that one of the mayor's opponents, well, I should say one of the candidates, attacked another candidate and why aren't we paying attention to what he just said? Okay? And if we get to this story as well, we're going to talk about dying to be white. Dying to be white. There was a, there was a well, it's been a while now. I don't know, it was about 10, maybe 15 years ago, the story, and I've talked about this on the show. It's, it was a story about black women who were reaching puberty at a far earlier age than white girls, black girls versus white girls. And there was research that was done. And the startling thing about it that really shocked people is that they traced it back to their hair products. There's been a new story released that traces um, cancer to hair products. Now, that's interesting. So we're going to talk about that today. Now, that's last on the agenda, but we're going to try to get to that. And if not, I promise you, we will get to it. Okay. So that's what's on the agenda today. But before we do anything, you know what we always got to do, right? Let's do Black Facts. How about that? Dynamic Black Facts. Our culture, our history, our people. 
as I talk to you all the time about this, I try to tell you that um, we, I try to give you black facts from an international standpoint as opposed to just a national standpoint because it's important for us to understand the entire history of the black experience, you know, the black diaspora. And quite often we ignore that because we're so focused. Well, number one, we ignore because we're ignorant as of, of our history and that's no fault of our own. Uh, that's the fault of our education system, you know, so I'd like to give you international facts and I'd like to give you historical facts as well. And the reason I want to talk about this particular black fact is because over the weekend, uh, there were, uh, what is it? The discovery channel, the history channel, one of them, you know, periodically they will run, um, you know, the ancient, uh, eight, uh, what, eight, what was, what was this called? Aliens and, and ancient Egypt. Aliens in Ancient Egypt. And there was, I think it was like a four or five part series that was on. And um, in the past, I've watched those. Because you, there are so many fascinating things that surround the building of the Egypt, the uh, pyramids. And the, 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 the temples and in um in South America and Central America, a lot of people don't realize that there are pyramids on every continent in the world. In fact, there's a pyramid in East St. Louis, believe it or not. But I digress. But th- the point is that we've been fascinated about these 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 pyramids and uh, the 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 precision, the build, all of the the secret chambers and things of that nature. We we want, we can't believe, or I shouldn't say we, white people couldn't believe that black people did this. So they've come up with this supernatural um, phenomena or this story to try to explain how the pyramids were built. And... I find it fascinating, but I won't watch them anymore because when you understand your history, you begin to realize that that is nothing more than another purported lie by white civilization to discount the power, the knowledge of the black man. So tonight's black fact is about the history of ancient Kemet the mysterious doorway that leads to eternal judgment. Now, the story, well, the fact starts off, the ancient people of Kemet who worshipped many gods and who had a lot of beliefs. One of their beliefs was that the world was a gift to man by the gods and goddesses who they also believed were in control of the world of men and all the activities that occurred in it. Now, just a brief point here. Many of us, if I don't know what level of, of English you took in high school, but I was one of those who took honors English uh, throughout high school. So I got to read some of 
the classics, uh, one of the classics that we all read or have read uh, was the Iliad and the Odyssey. And of course, the, uh, both of those books surround uh, by Homer, uh, uh, surround the, um, the Greek gods and goddesses, you know, Zeus, Aphrodite, Athena, my daughter's name is Athena, by the way, one of her names, uh, the goddess of war. But what we don't realize is that those gods and goddesses that were created in Greek mythology were actually gods that were created in Africa and just simply given a new name. Yet I digress. I'm just saying, you know, so, let us continue. They also believed that the soul which they called Ka was a gift of the gods to the living man, a unique gift that could accompany a person to the afterlife. If the person had prepared well for his afterlife and had lived a fulfilled life, that sound familiar to you, Christians? They considered the afterlife to be another world in which a man would continue living only if he successfully overcomes the difficulties that would lie in his journey to the afterlife and also if he was proven worthy to be granted an afterlife after his judgment in the Hall of Truth, a beautiful place that was a reflection of of a man's life on earth. To ensure that they would be granted an afterlife, the ancient Egyptians pledged their fealty and gave homage to the gods for as long as they lived and after they, their life on earth. In the event of one's death, the living would mummify the dead man so that he their soul would return to the body, giving it breath and life. Household equipment and food, which they believed would provide for the person in the afterlife, were also placed outside the burial chamber. Together was written a funeral text, the Egyptian Book of the Dead, which consisted of prayers and spells they believed would ease the dead's journey to the afterlife. Thereafter, an elaborate ritual, which is known as the opening of mouth ceremony, which dates back to the pyramid age, would be done to, on the mummy of the dead to prepare the deceased for the journey to the afterlife. This ceremony included incensing, cleansing, restoring of the senses, and purifying of the mummy, which they believed was going to be the one to go on the journey to the afterworld. They believed that the journey included the mommy traveling through the underworld, which was the home of monstrous reptiles and dragons. The mommy had to be careful. The mommy had to be careful of before he arrives at the land of the gods. But before his arrival to, at the Hall of the Two Truths, he would have to pass through the seven gates first. If he's successful passing through the gates, he would then be guided 
by Anubis, the jackal-head god, to the Hall of Truth, or the Hall of Osiris, which was said to be the place of judgment. At the Hall of Truth was believed to be seated 40 gods of the dead, which were going to perform the weighing of the heart ceremony to judge whether a person's actions and activities while he was alive were virtuous. The ceremony was also believed to be overseen by Anubis Osiris and also Thoth, the god of writing, who would record the entire proceedings. At the Hall of Truth, the person would be required to honestly say from a list of 42 negative confessions that they never indulged in. Thereafter, the person's heart would be placed on a scale which was believed to be counterbalanced by a white feather of Mott, the goddess of truth and justice. If the heart was lighter or equal in weight to the feather, the person was considered just and he would be given immortality to live among his loved ones in an eternal paradise, the field of reeds, which was a mirror of his life and everything he had on earth. If not considered just, the soul would be convicted to cease to exist and his heart would be thrown on the floor to be devoured by the monster goddess Amut. And if the Pharaoh passes the test, he became one of, with the god Osiris, with the gift of everlasting life in paradise. And that's our black fact for today. Keep listening to Black Focus Radio for more dynamic black facts, our culture, our history, our people on joinatradio.com. And if you'd like to sponsor Dynamic Black Facts, give me a call at 615-554-0568. Hook you up with a nice advertising package. Christmas right around the corner. People are going to be advertising. We'll talk. Call me up. All right. So, as I said, I like to give historical black facts. And if I am spiritual, I do, I do follow the principles of Mott, uh, the 42 confessions, which many of you all may not realize that 10 of those confessions or 10 of those confessions are now considered are being used as the 10 commandments. Now you ask, that's what I follow. And that's where the Ten Commandments came from. Where This has nothing to do with religion. This has everything to do with history. We talk about the afterlife in Christianity. We also talk about it in the principles of Mott, as I just described in that reading. Where do you think that afterlife thought came from? I'm just trying to make you think. Because before your faith, there was something else. And it was this, the principles of Mott. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just trying to educate you. You want to go look it up, M-A-A-T, the principles of Mott. Or Maat. That's how it's pronounced. And go look up those 42 professions. I mean, Confessions. And how do you stack up to those 42 confessions? And can you imagine sitting and they're asking you about those 42 confessions? And you can't lie. 
because they have your life in front of you. Doesn't it sound familiar? It, it does. It's judgment day. We're all going to face it. I'm not trying to be what, well, I guess I am being a little spiritual with you uh, in this black fact is that it is judgment day. And as you can see, when you look at history, not from a religious standpoint, but just looking at it from, from where did this come from? We know that monotheism, the relationship to one God came from Africa. We know, although these, uh, the, 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 the Kemet people, Kemetans, they had multiple gods that they worshipped, but they their principles was based on the principles of Mott. Pretty interesting, huh? Kind of blows you away, doesn't it? If you didn't know that. And most of y'all don't. But that's okay. I hope you enjoyed that black fact. I certainly did. Reading is fundamental. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take our first break of the day. When we come back, we got to talk about two embarrassing people. Herschel Walker and Kanye West. Two people that I, I wish that would just go away. Back in a moment. You're listening to the Weekly Sports Magazine. I'm Dynamic Dave on Joinet Radio. David W. Coleman here for Coleman's Dynamic Rib Rub and Rib Nuts. Go to ribrub.com, that's R-I-B-B-R-U-B-B.com right now, and stock up on the best dry marinades for baking, grilling, and smoking your favorite meats. Three great flavors, hot and spicy, original, and scorching. Try them at your next cookout and you will shout, bake it, grill it, shake it, oh yeah! Only one place to get Coleman's Dynamic products, that's ribrub.com. Easy to order and I'll ship direct to you or to friends and family anywhere in the United States. While on the site, be sure to check out other great items, especially the rib nuts. Who'd have thunk it? Peanuts sauteed in a barbecue marinade? That's just crazy good. Get them at ribrub.com right now, along with other great recipes. That's ribrub.com. If you don't like my rib rub or rib nuts, I'll give you money back. Do it today. That's Coleman's Dynamic Products at ribrub.com. Synergy Insurance Group is the small business that we need to turn everybody on to. Javita Nelson is the expert advisor and licensed in 20 states. Synergy Insurance Group has been offering personalized insurance services since 1997. Call Javita at 877-GO-LOVE-INS. She can help you with old-fashioned personal service. Synergy Insurance Group is the one that you want and need for affordable insurance. Specializing in burial plans that will allow you and yours to personalize your final expenses. Check out Synergy Insurance Group on the web at synergyinsgroup.biz. 
or talk to Javita at 877-GO-GLOVE-INS. The purpose of this commercial is to promote various insurance products. National producer numbers 1661510 and 7529748. Hi, this is Alvin from Havivi's Durable Medical Equipment Company. Because of COVID, many of us have lost our jobs and are, and are unable to feed our kids like we wish. If your child is underweight, five years of age or older, and on Medicaid, you may be able to get formula to help them regain their healthy weight. You will need a prescription from their primary care physician and give us a call and let us help. Our number is 501-663-1553. We are open five days a week from nine to five. Have your doctor fax your prescription to our fax line, which is 501-661-0738 today. Keeping your child healthy is our priority. That's Habibi's, 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 your durable medical equipment center. We're located 4317 East Broadway in North Little Rock. That number again is 663-1553. 663-1553. Hey guys, this is David Ashley, Deacon David Ashley. I want to turn y'all on to the Deacon Days radio show. It's a praise project. We're going to be playing music from inspirational artists and gospel artists from all over the world, never ever heard of. And also we'll be interviewing and asking them very pertinent questions to why and how they came up with their music. Don't forget, the Deacon Dave's radio show, it's a praise project. Saturdays from 10 to 11 on joynetradio.com. Dynamic Dave for JoinetRadio.com. I'm inviting all small businesses to contact me at 855-525-5683 and let Joinet Radio set up an advertising package specifically designed with your business in mind. This is a great opportunity for small businesses to get your products on the air. Do you want to get the word out about a new business? Joinet Radio is for you. Do you want to advertise your event or social gathering? Gathering, Joinet Radio is for you. Do you preach or teach? Do it right here on joinetradio.com. Call me, Dynamic Dave, at 855-525-5683 or go to joinetradio.com and review our great lineup of shows. Let's help each other and let's get your products in the hands of consumers across the country. Call me, Dynamic Dave, at joinetradio.com at 855-525-5683. I'll talk to you soon. Welcome back to the show, Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices, 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with me if you'd like to join the show. Um, So this segment, we're going to talk about Herschel Walker and probably Kanye West. And then I want to make sure I talk a little bit about uh, the story of the missing sister, the missing black women in in Kansas City who who had been kidnapped and held and police didn't believe that that she was that anyone was being kidnapped this was been 
these women have been kidnapped in the same place, coming up missing in the same area, but the white police uh, didn't believe it was happening. It was a figment of the community's imagination until this young lady escaped over the weekend. So we got to talk about that. All right, but mainly this segment, I want to talk about Herschel Walker. If you saw the debate on Friday night, uh, I posted earlier that he's already making a fool of himself, and he was. And I think uh, it basically went downhill from there. I will say that uh, Raphael Warnock could have did a better job in debating him. Uh, it, it, I, as I sat there, and if you all have listened to the show, I've talked often about the problem with um, black leadership and those that we put up, particularly when it comes to black males, uh, those we put up as leaders. And those leaders typically are black ministers. And those black ministers, when it comes to politicians, don't make good politicians because they're not willing to go to war for our cause. They want to compromise all the time. I'm just being real with you. They're not, they're, they're not cut from the same cloth as Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and Fred Shuttlesworth and, 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 and Joseph Lowry and those great black preachers who understood their faith, but they also understood their blackness and what came first. I don't think today's black preacher, at least not many of them, understand that. Okay, Because at the end of the day, you were black before you were Christian. You were black before you were Jew. You were black before you were Catholic or whatever denomination you want to worship. Your, your, your religion came afterwards. And that's what Dr. King and his crew understood. It's just the opposite today. And that's why we get black leaders who are basically docile. They've been made docile by Christianity. So Raphael Warnock had a couple of zings, but overall, he should have been able to cut him to pieces. And he didn't. Which gave Herschel Walker some momentum, I think, as far as made some points. Not necessarily that they were any real points. But it he you could tell Herschel had been been rehearsing. They had said that he had been rehearsing for three months. But at the end of the day. I think Raphael Warnock was trying not to lose more so than to attack. Herschel Walker was on attack all night. Made no sense. I think the most obvious and stupid stupid moment of the debate was when he pulled out the fake badge. Dude, really? He pulled out an honorary sheriff's badge from some county in Georgia when Raphael Warnock made the point that he hadn't pretended to be a police officer. And he pulls out this badge, Herschel Walker does, and says, this is real, and goes into this diatribe. And, of course, he's chastised because they were not supposed to have props. And then after the post-debate interview, he still clung to this stupidity 
of this badge. And the interviewer asked him, well, isn't that just a badge that is, you know, for the trophy carriers? She said she called a, a sheriff's association. And they said that honorary badge is, is nothing more than a, a badge for the trophy case. You have no arresting power. But Herschel Walker continued to say, oh, no, that's not right. That's not true. So I guess at, the, at, at this point, I'm still amazed that this race is so close. I really am. I'm still amazed that this race is so close, if in fact it is. I mean, you don't know what polling. Uh, look, I don't do polls, and then if I, if I do a poll, typically what I'll do is lie. I don't, know I don't know if people still do that or do that like I do, but I will. I will lie. But the fact that this race is so close tells me one thing. Well, it tells me a couple of things. One is that Raphael Warnock don't know how to campaign. Shouldn't be this close. Should not be this close. And I'm going to tell you, if black voters don't turn out in Atlanta, Herschel Walker is going to be your next senator. And I don't care if he is elected senator. He's, he's an embarrassment. Think about, remember Sarah Palin? Remember her? We've had some bad elected officials as of late nationally. Sarah Palin was one. She wasn't elected, but... You know, she was at one point governor of Alaska. Sarah Palin was one. Donald Trump was the other one. Now, Herschel hadn't been elected dog catcher, but potentially he's on the precipice of becoming a senator of the United States, and he had doesn't have a, he doesn't have since God gave a box of rocks. He's a liar. He's a cheater. He's a manipulator. And I know people are trying to walk softly about his mental illness. Well, he said he had multiple personalities. Look, let me tell y'all something. You don't get over that type of mental illness. That's something that kind of stays with you. I'm going by what my daughter says because she's a few moments away from getting a PhD in clinical psychology. So this is a person that's about to be, could be elected sen senator of a state in the United States. How far have we fallen? But what makes it even worse is that this is, this is a joke against black people, black men in general, is to put up this caricature of an individual who epitomizes the ignorance that white people have purported that black people have been all along. This is satire. This is a court jester. This is a fool. This is what kings and back in the day would have a, a court fool, a court jester, who would come and entertain them. And although the jester thought he was somebody, 
he didn't think that they were laughing at him. He thought they were laughing with him. This is Herschel Walker. He doesn't have a thought of his own. He's being manipulated. His friend Donald Trump, one of the most incorrigible people that we have seen in modern times, don't want to say in history because there were certainly others like George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. But in modern times, Donald Trump is probably the most incorrigible person that I can ever remember. Now, certainly there have been KKK members, there's been Jim Jones, there's been uh, uh, David Koresh, there have been many of people out there who have been horrible. Charles Manson, who's left their stain on the American fabric, but not like Donald Trump. And we're seeing that stain in Herschel Walker. And he doesn't have sense enough to realize that they're laughing at him, not with him. And we as black people have to bear the bear this stain as it as he continues to pretend as though he's somebody when he's nothing more than a fool. Hmm. It's disturbing to me. I don't want to believe that America is going down a path of destruction, but you cannot, you cannot look at what's going on with these people who are running for office. I think in what, 211 different offices around the country who believe that There's something better than democracy. And what Herschel Walker doesn't understand is that this is not really even about him. It's about something far more sinister. And what that is, is white supremacy. Herschel Walker represents is representing white supremacy. Here's a man who talks about things about other people, yet he's one of those guys, you do as I say, not as I do. You know, I ran a father's rights organization at one point in my life for about 15 years. Herschel Walker wouldn't have been part of that organization because Herschel Walker is a deadbeat dad. And I don't use that term lightly. I know a lot of people like to throw that term around. It's offensive to me because it doesn't apply to black men the way it applies to black women. I mean, to uh, white men. But Herschel Walker is the epitome of a deadbeat dad because here's the thing. Herschel makes money. He's made some money. He's got four children born out of wedlock. Probably would have had more if he hadn't paid for abortions. We know now that he paid for abortions. He lied about it. They presented that check to him. He he's oh yeah, now I remember. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't send that money to her to have an abortion. Yeah, really, right? 
Herschel is a stupid person who thinks everybody else is stupid. That's what makes it so offensive to me, is that Herschel is stupid, but he thinks everybody else is stupid. He's smarter than you. Here's, here is a, here's a person that deed his way through college, got his way because he was an athlete, and he thinks everybody else is dumber than him. But you can't blame him because who is his mentor? Donald Trump. Donald Trump was another. He, he's like Herschel. He was smart enough to know how to manipulate people. Now, Herschel Walker hadn't been able to do that yet. But if he gets away with this win, well, what did we have on our hands? Are y'all paying attention? But this thing is about white supremacy. It's about power. You know, you've heard it now. It's, it's, it's not about, look, the Republicans don't have a plan. They have a plan to stop everything that, that is helping people. We know that. And, 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 and give tax breaks to their fat cat friends. We know that. But other than that, they don't have a plan about the economy. They don't have a plan about uh, gas prices because guess what? Presidents don't have any control over gas prices. Don't have a plan. You see what I'm saying? Trickle-down economics is a failed economic policy. It doesn't work. It has never worked. It's been proven beyond a shadow of a doubt by many economists that it doesn't work. What is their plan? So why would you be voting for them? It's about power for them. They don't want to, they don't care about a plan. They just want power. And the reason that they're being buoyed is because there are white people who understand that power. And that power is rooted in white supremacy. It's rooted in white supremacy. We've talked over and over again about 2042. White people understand that. Black people haven't gotten it yet. They haven't gotten it yet. No matter how long I've been talking about this, I've been talking about it for 20 years. Actually, it's probably longer than that because the first time I saw Dr. Francis Cress Welsing on Donahue, I began to research. That's when, that's when my mind clicked. And I began to do research. And I began to understand what she was talking about. And now here we are in 2023, well, 22. 23 is right around the corner, you know, three months. Wow. In less than 20 years, America will be predominantly minority, people of brown skin. And white people are scared to death. And the only way that they can figure to stop it, because they realize now that genetically they can't stop it. What's been said in, in behind closed doors is now out in the open, and that is that your gene is recessive. The white gene is recessive. The black gene is dominant. Don't get mad at me. This is simple biology. And by sheer nature, the strong simply, look, it's survival of the fittest. It's Darwinism. What have we seen by nature or unless something cataclysmic happens that wiped out the dinosaurs, 
the stronger survives and eventually dominates the weaker. That's what white people are afraid of. 2042, it's going to happen. They can't stop it. This is why they were trying to stop abortions. They, if they could, they would, they would stop white women from having abortions and continue with black women having them. They can't. They had to accept that they had to come up with a mantra that all, where every woman should be able to stop, to, 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 to not be able to stop a pregnancy in hopes of at least slowing down that 2042. But they can't. Right now, in 14 states, there are more white people dying than are being born. Y'all get this, right? This is their fear. 14 states. This is what this is all about. This is what Herschel Walker represents. Hmm. Think about that as we go to break. When we come back, we'll throw another stupid Negro on the fire. There are plenty of them out there. But this is one that I've been annoyed with for quite some time. And continue to be so. Back in a moment, Black Focus Radio, our issues, our solutions, our voices, on joinetradio.com. W. Coleman, host of Black Focus Radio and the weekly sports magazine. We here at joinedradio.com would like to thank you for all the love and support you've given us. Our goal is to keep you inspired and informed daily with quality programming from gospel music, news talk, and sports. Log on to joinedradio.com for the program lineup, and while there, be sure to make a donation, then download our app and carry us anywhere in the world. Please continue to spread the word about joinedradio.com And if you are an entrepreneur or have an upcoming event or you'd like to start a show, let the professional writers and producers here at joinedradio.com help you get the word out. Call me at 615-554-0568 for more details. In the meantime, stay informed and inspired daily right here on joinedradio.com. Hello to quality time at Marco's. Hello to the best part of the day and to making someone else's. Say hello to late nights and to the best night ever. These are the primo moments, and they call for Italian quality pizza. Dough made from scratch every day. Sauce with a history in the making from the original Giamarco recipe. Say hello to an authentic favorite. Every store, every day, the Italian way. Hello, primo. 
David W. Coleman here for Coleman's Dynamic Rib Rub and Rib Nuts. Go to ribrub.com, that's R-I-B-B-R-U-B-B.com right now, and stock up on the best dry marinades for baking, grilling, and smoking your favorite meats. Three great flavors, hot and spicy, original, and scorching. Try them at your next cookout and you will shout, bake it, grill it, shake it, oh yeah! Only one place to get Coleman's Dynamic products, that's ribrub.com. Easy to order and I'll ship direct to you or to friends and family anywhere in the United States. While on the site, be sure to check out other great items, especially the rib nuts. Who'd have thunk it? Peanuts sauteed in a barbecue marinade? That's just crazy good. Get them at ribrub.com right now, along with other great recipes. That's ribrub.com. If you don't like my rib rub or rib nuts, I'll give you money back. Do it today. That's Coleman's Dynamic Products at ribrub.com. Hey folks, are you looking for a place to exchange ideas and talk about the issues that affect our community? Then join me, David W. Coleman, and my co-host, Robert Webb, for Black Focus Radio. Every Monday through Friday, noon to 2 p.m. on joinatradio.com. We like to say, it's our issues, our solutions, our voices. Download the latest podcast on your favorite platform. Also catch us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. That's Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices. On joinatradio.com. All right, welcome back to the show, Black Focus Radio, our issues, our solutions, our voices. 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with me if you want to join the show. A lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, We're talking about these fools that are leading the charge for the repugnance and those fools, I should say these black fools. And one of them is Herschel Walker. Uh, The other one is Kanye West. Now, we've talked a lot about Herschel Walker. Don't really know where his motivation comes from, of course. Um, Herschel reminds me of that black person who has talent and the white agent shows up and gives him a chance. He helps him make money. And the, that black person feels like he's obligated to him. That being Donald Trump. That's what that reminds me of. Of course, and you say, how did that happen? Of course, Donald Trump uh, drafted him to go to the New Jersey Generals early on, the defunct USFL football program, uh, uh, professional football league, which... Uh, was pretty good at one point. Then, of course, it went under, and Herschel goes to Minnesota, and then he goes to Dallas, and the rest is history, and we don't hear anything else from this guy. He's building a culture of lies, which we now know about. But we know a little bit about Kanye West, and, of course, this guy is very talented, very educated. Uh, I didn't know it that he studied in Japan for a while, um, with his mom, who's who was a teacher, so he comes from an educated background. He really does, and I can't really figure out, and really I don't care to, based on things that he does. You know, I expect 
stupidity out of entertainers. Uh, unfortunately, it seems that entertainers has taken over the airways more so than any other time that I can remember, and in part because of social media. Now you can go direct to those entertainers as opposed to you had to wait for a magazine article or an interview before you could see them. Now they present themselves to you. So it's certainly a little different. But Kanye West, see, see, here's the thing what people don't realize. And I don't know what, you know, a lot of people will say things in the entertainment business. They'll be controversial just so they could sell records. I mean, think about it. In the rap community, guys don't, who don't have street cred don't sell, don't sell records. Guys who do have street cred, who've been to prison, oh, they sell records. They sell them like hotcakes. But Kanye West, I think they said he's worth a billion dollars. He's obviously smart as hell. But when you, there's, there's one third rail that you should never touch. Especially in, and he probably thinks that, hey, I'm a billionaire. I can do and say what I want to say. And he, theoretically, he can. Because he don't, you know, when you don't work for someone, when they don't, when, when you sign your own checks, you can't hurt him. See, the problem, the difference between Kanye and Donald Trump is that Donald Trump don't have Kanye's money. He's a, he's a pretender. Kanye has that money. So when you go after the Jews, the way Kanye did over the weekend or last late last week, and he's already been canceled on Twitter, so what does he do? He goes out and buys Parler. You know what Parler is, right? Parler is the website for, or at least the social media uh, uh, platform for white supremacists. Hello? Bet y'all didn't know that, did you? I know, see, some of y'all so in love with Kanye that when he went out and bought that uh, social media site, man, look at Kanye, man. See, that's what I love about my dog. See, you can't count Kanye. And y'all don't even know that, that that website or that social media platform is used by white supremacists. That's all it's used for. And I know what Kanye is thinking. Okay, you can cancel me on Twitter. I'll go, I'm a being. I can go. It's, it's kind of like uh, what Elon Musk did, did with Twitter. What's trying to do with Twitter. You don't like what I say? So I'll just go buy it. See, that's a dangerous precedent that we have here. Is that we have billionaires who, uh, even what's going on with Fox, has been going on for decades. You had a billionaire who bought radio stations and television stations to put out his message. So Kanye says, hey, you don't like what I say? You counsel me? Okay, I'll go buy, I'll go buy Parlor and I'll put out my own message. These are your leaders. These are the people that are going to cause you more pain than anything. And you all follow them like, just because 
look, just because a person is smart, just because a person makes a lot of money, does not make him a great leader. Or her, I should say, for that matter. We're so caught up in, in voyeurism and loving entertainment and wanting to be seen that we worship people who bring no value to our lives at all. <laughs> to an older generation, I'll tell you another person, um, uh, R. Kelly. It fascinates me how people worship this guy even after what he's done. Yet, this same group of people was quick to counsel Bill Cosby. <laughs> and Bill Cosby did more for the black community than R. Kelly has ever done. I just don't understand this. And if we're going to survive, these are people that we've got to be willing to let go. You know, every now and then, and fortunately for me, I didn't have any children where I had to say, look, son, you're going to have to find your own way. But every now and then in some families, that child has got to go. That young man or young woman has got to go. And in our global family, Kanye is one of those people. He's got to go. Herschel Walker's got to go. Candace Owens has got to go. Let them go ahead and espouse their white supremacy because if white people are successful in what they're doing or what they're trying to do is create minority rule, and if you all don't know what that is, go look at South Africa circa 1960, 61 through what, 1980. What you don't realize is that you become a minority too. You will be cast out after you've shown them the path or helped them travel the path. That's what a lot of you all don't understand. And this is why it is important for us to talk among one another. We can't say a person is horrible and then turn around and support his cause by spending money and giving it to him. But see, we're, we do this all the time as black people. We talk about how bad the white man treats us. Yeah, we don't hesitate to go give him our money. I'll give you a month. Watch how you go give him your money. But you won't give their money to a black person. Something's wrong. It's that thing Dr. Wilson calls mental side. When we come back, I want to talk about how black lives don't matter. And certainly black women. I've got a startling story to read to you. And how the Kansas City Police Department simply didn't care. 
wonder how this permeates throughout the nation. Well, I got another story you remember we talked about last week on the show that proves this point. Back in a moment, you're listening to Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices on joinedradio.com. W. Coleman here for Coleman's Dynamic Rib Rub and Rib Nuts. Go to ribrub.com, that's R-I-B-B-R-U-B-B.com right now and stock up on the best dry marinades for baking, grilling, and smoking your favorite meats. Three great flavors, hot and spicy, original, and scorching. Try them at your next cookout and you will shout, bacon, grill it, shake it, oh yeah! Only one place to get Coleman's Dynamic products, that's ribrub.com. Easy to order and I'll ship direct to you or to friends and family anywhere in the United States. While on the site, be sure to check out other great items, especially the rib nuts. Who'd have thunk it? Peanuts sauteed in a barbecue marinade? That's just crazy good. Get them at ribrub.com right now, along with other great recipes. That's ribrub.com. If you don't like my rib rub or rib nuts, I'll give you money back. Do it today. That's Coleman's Dynamic Products at ribrub.com. Hello, this is gospel recording artist Tina Adams. I'm excited about my album release party on October the 23rd at 4 p.m. It's going to be held at the venue at the West Wind after church. So you want to make sure that you come out, bring the family to enjoy a walk of the red carpet, food, fun, live music, and entertainment. Enjoy an evening of blessings. Get tickets on Eventbrite. Search for See About Me album release party and i look forward to seeing you on october the 23rd at 4 p.m get your ticket for the tina adams album release party on october 23rd at 4 p.m featuring the hit single see about me this event is free and open to the public for more information go to eventbrite.com search for album release party see about me we'll see you there Dynamic Dave for JoinEdRadio.com. I'm inviting all small businesses to contact me at 855-525-5683 and let JoinEd Radio set up an advertising package specifically designed with your business in mind. This is a great opportunity for small businesses to get your products on the air. Do you want to get the word out about a new business? JoinEd Radio is for you. Do you want to advertise your event or social 
gathering? JoinEd Radio is for you. Do you preach or teach? Do it right here on JoinEdRadio.com. Call me, Dynamic Dave, at 855-525-5683 or go to JoinEdRadio.com and review our great lineup of shows. Let's help each other and let's get your products in the hands of consumers across the country. Call me, Dynamic Dave, at JoinEdRadio.com at 855-525-5683. I'll talk to you soon. The views and opinions expressed today on Black Focus Radio are not the views and opinions of the station, its management, or its advertisers. Now, let's get ready to focus on our issues, our solutions, using our voices on Black Focus Radio. Welcome to Black Focus, the show designed with our community in mind, where we focus on our issues, developing our solutions, using our voices. Central Arkansas, surrounding areas, and the nation. Get ready. Black Focus starts right now. Phone lines open at 855-525-5683. So here's your host, David W. Coleman and Robert Webb. All right, welcome back to the show, Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices, 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with us. If you'd like to join the show, a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. Um, uh, This hour, we're going to talk about um, the, I I don't know what to say, and I'm I'm exasperated as it relates to this story in Kansas City, and uh, it, it it when I read the story, I immediately thought about the sister in Memphis uh, who was raped by a murderer and had and well, let's just get into it, okay? By the way, you can hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, and don't forget to download the podcast uh, so you can listen to the show as well. Okay, so let me just read you the headline to this story, okay? It says KCPPD, KCPD which is the Kansas City Police Department, said missing black women reports in Kansas City were completely unfounded. Less than a month later, one escaped after being kidnapped from prospect and tortured in a basement for over a month. Now, before I continue, I... I, I don't know how many of my white Christian friends are listening out there. I, I don't know how many of my white Protestant friends are, Christ, are listening out there. I don't know how many of my white KKK friends are listening out there. No, I'm not your damn friend, by the way. But when we say, or I should say, people like Tom Cotton and, and Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and, and when we say Black Lives Matter... This is an example of systematic ignorance when it comes to black lives and how you ignore the pain of black people. I could go down a list of reasons how you prove every day that black lives don't matter to white people. All I need to say is racism. Because, see, if black lives mattered to white people, then we wouldn't have to say black lives matter. White people would have taken care of that a long time ago. 
don't you think? The reason that we have racism, say it with me, girls and boys, because we've had this class before. Racism exists because of white people. And the only people who can get rid of racism are white people. Now, if that pains you to hear that, then maybe you're the damn problem. But this story right here proves beyond a shadow of a doubt. And I'm going to buttress this story with another story that we just heard about in Memphis. We hear these stories all the time. As a matter of fact, if you go out on my timeline right now, you'll see a list of about 16 black women that have been murdered by police. Black lives don't matter. But this story is shocking. The bombshell revelations and horrifically tragic events explicitly disprove KCP's earlier statement that there are no missing black women from this area and that the potential of a KC serial killer is completely unfounded. The woman also told investigators her friends didn't make it out and had been murdered by this man. Her friends, plural, but the Kansas City Police Department told the black community that there was no problem. There's not a serial killer. These women are not disappearing. And then all of a sudden, one of his victims who escaped shows up. Let us continue this story. This is shocking. A bombshell multi-county investigation began last Friday when, 22 year, when a 22-year-old woman escaped bondage after being kidnapped, sexually assaulted, and held captive in a basement in an Excelsior Springs, Missouri, Missouri man's home. The man is identified as Timothy Hazlitt Jr., a white 39-year-old male. The woman was discovered about 8 a.m. last Friday, October 7th, when reports of a woman banging on doors crying for help reportedly reached the police. Sierra Thorpe told the Excelsior Citizen that her grandmother provided the woman food and a blanket after bringing her uh, inside Thorpe's home. The Kansas City Defender has been working collaboratively with the Excelsior Citizen, a local news outlet in Excelsior Springs, on this story. She made the comment about her friends, that they didn't make it, and that he had killed them, Thorpe said. I'm really hoping that they find evidence about her friends. If anything, she can have closure about her friends. I just hope. They can find everything they need. According to the Clay County Prosecutor Probable Cause Statement, TJ reported that Timothy was kept, had kept her, and this is the name that they're giving her, had kept her, TJ is the name, kept her in a small room in the basement that he had built. He kept her restrained in handcuffs on her wrists and ankles. In addition, Hazlitt whipped her while she was restrained, there were injuries on her back that were consistent with her descriptions, according to court documents. She was able to get free when, she, she, when he left 
to take his child to school. Now, see, that's disturbing. He's kidnapping and murdering women, and he's got a child that he's taking to school? Oh, my God. The official court documents also read, upon the police of officers' arrival at the residence, they found TJ was wearing latex lingerie and had a metal collar around her neck with a padlock and duct tape around her neck. TJ advised that a, uh, that a, by the name of Timothy, picked up a man by the name of Timothy, picked her up on, on prospect in Kansas City at the beginning of September 22nd. In, my, in mid to late September, the Kansas City Defender published a video of Beacup Bishop Tony Caldwell, a local Kansas City community leader who was one of many in the black Kansas City community who made reports of numerous murdered and missing black women. In the video, Bishop Caldwell specifically identified that the women who were missing were being taken from an area on Prospect Avenue in Kansas City. See, that's important because that's where they were saying these women were coming up missing, but the police didn't believe them. The Kansas City Police Department made a statement addressing the community testimonies and called them completely unfounded rumors, dismissing the concerns. Local news outlets followed up. This is white media. This is why you need black media. See, I'm reading this story from a black newspaper, by the way, okay? Dismissing the concerns, local news outlets followed suit in essence, silencing any ongoing community, community voices which maintain concern about missing black women. And I'm sitting here and I'm looking at multiple articles, articles from different, the Kansas City Star, completely unfounded. Uh, rumor about serial killing in Kansas City, untrue police say. Uh, this is from a local uh, television newspaper, KCPD. Uh, social media rumors regarding a serial killer targeting women are untrue. Uh, it, it just goes on and on and on. Newsweek, it just goes on and on. I continue. While the investigation remains early and more details will follow, there are now three major confirmed facts which clearly dispute KCPD's earliest statements. One, a black woman was kidnapped, raped, and tortured. Two, she was picked up on Prescott, Pres Prospect Avenue in early September during the exact time frame that community members began expressing concerns of numerous missing and murdered black women in that area. Three, she said her friends did not make it out and were killed by Timothy Haslett Jr. Y'all get this, right? Y'all understand this, right? I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the, the statement by the police because here's what the Kansas City Police Department said. We base our investigations on police incident reports and criminal activity. We do still maintain that there is no indication that what you guys reported was accurate and there was no indication that there was anything that supported that claim. We share what information we can publicly many times from the scene of incidents of violent crimes when there is no when there is a report of an investigation underway. There had and has not been 
anything that corresponded to your reports on social media and the, and the web, which is why we refuted the report and said the claims were unfounded. The department's statement more or less states that if they do not have a missing persons report in their database on someone, that there is, no, there is zero possibility that that person might be missing or at the very least that they have no interest in helping find them. Their statement that we base our investigations on police incident reports of criminal activity makes clear that community concerns and testimonies mean nothing to them. Even after such concerns are proven true, if they are not formally filed and accepted by the department's missing persons unit. Now, let me buttress that with this other story. Y'all remember the story about the sister in Memphis? Her name was Alicia Franklin. I talked about the story last week on the show. Alicia, Alicia Franklin was, she met a guy by the name uh, I think his name was Cleotha on social media. And when they went to meet, Cleotha being Cleotha Henderson is his name, by the way, he decided to kidnap Miss Franklin. She was 22. He took her to an abandoned apartment and raped her. She might have been dead if she wasn't able to escape. She went to the police. She did everything that she was supposed to do. She went to the hospital. They performed a rape kit on her and all of those things. And it was turned over to the police. The, the, the information was turned over to police. And that information sat in a police evidence locker for almost a year. Then Eliza Fletcher was kidnapped while she was out jogging. By the way, Eliza Fletcher was white. Alicia Franklin was black. So they weren't concerned about Alicia Franklin being raped. Had they been concerned about Alicia Franklin being raped, being raped, then Eliza Fletcher would be alive today. You know why Eliza Fletcher would be alive today? Eliza would be alive because the DNA that was in that rape kit matched Cleotha Henderson. And he would have been arrested. He would be in jail. But instead... The police said, oh, that's just a black woman. We don't care about her rape kit. Hello? Now, this is not hyperbole because this happens across the country. I can remember multiple uh, shows, like 60 Minutes and, and so on and so forth. Doing, I remember them doing one about rape kits in, I want to say somewhere in Illinois. Was it Indiana? I think maybe it was Indiana, Indianapolis, Indiana. I believe that was. How these, these rape kits just 
sit on the shelf for 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 years sometimes. And they're never analyzed. And these guys who are out here committing these crimes can, that can be matched with the DNA, they just continue to go free. But more importantly, black women are the least pursued when it comes to issues related to kidnapping and rape. Do your research. I'm not exaggerating. There are more black women missing in America than any other ethnic group. And every time a white woman goes missing, they bring out the National Guards. Think about all the times that these white women have come up missing. They did this very same thing with Elijah Fletcher in Memphis. But think about it over the years where all of these white women have come up missing and all of a sudden the National Guard literally is called out. They're all on the news, their pictures, their faces. They're talking about them every night on the nightly news. But when there's a black woman who is missing, it might be one story, if that. You see, black lives really don't matter to white people. That's why this is so problematic. And it should be problematic to you. And here we have the police You know, you talk about community policing. Police will lie to you and say, hey, if you see something, say something. How many times have you heard that from police? Well, here it was an entire community telling you that something isn't right. Black women are coming up missing. And all you could basically say is that, well, we we don't have a missing persons report. So as far as we're concerned, they're not missing. Those reports are completely unfounded. And then you used your white media to buttress your claims that black people are stupid. They're just saying that. They just want want attention. But these women were coming up missing, not in various places around the city of Kansas City, but in a particular area. Don't you at least set up a task force? Don't you at least talk to the people in the community and say, hey, we are here to help. You, you always tell us to, if you see something, say something. And here was an entire community, an activist, a bishop, who s- believed they saw something and they said something, and the police slammed the doors in their faces. I think that police chief should be fired. But then, too, this is what we mean when defund the police. This is what we mean when we talk about this whole thing needs to be torn down and built up from the bottom. I mean, it's horrible. This is what we mean when we say black lives don't matter to y'all. But they do to us. And they should for everyone. This is what, what the Kansas City Police Department did is not uncommon to how this nation and how police departments pursue black crime, black women coming up missing. Do, do your research. Don't, don't I, I tell you all all the time, don't take my word for it. Do your research. There are so many sisters out here missing. That has come up missing. Do your research, folks. Please do your research. 
This is pathetic. 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with us. When we come back, I'm going to ask you the question, black women. Are you dying to be white? I'm going to read this story. Back in a moment. You're listening to Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices on joinedradio.com. gospel recording artist Tina Adams and I'm so excited about my new EP that has just dropped on all major digital platforms. This music is going to touch your soul because it depicts and gives an imagery of everyday life situations. So go and be blessed. Again, search for See About Me by Tina Adams on your favorite digital platform. Dynamic Dave for JoinEdRadio.com. I'm inviting all small businesses to contact me at 855-525-5683 and let JoinEd Radio set up an advertising package specifically designed with your business in mind. This is a great opportunity for small businesses to get your products on the air. Do you want to get the word out about a new business? JoinEd Radio is for you. Do you want to advertise your event or social gathering join at radio is for you do you preach or teach do it right here on join call me dynamic dave at 855-525-5683 or go to join and review our great lineup of shows let's help each other and let's get your products in the hands of consumers across the country call me dynamic dave at join at radio.com at 855-525-5683 i'll talk to you soon David W. Coleman here for Coleman's Dynamic Rib Rub and Rib Nuts. Go to ribrub.com, that's R-I-B-B-R-U-B-B.com right now, and stock up on the best dry marinades for baking, grilling, and smoking your favorite meats. Three great flavors, hot and spicy, original, and scorching. Try them at your next cookout and you'll shout, bacon, grill it, shake it, oh yeah! Only one place to get Coleman's Dynamic products, that's ribrub.com. Easy to order and I'll ship direct to you or to friends and family anywhere in the United States. While on the site, be sure to check out other great items, especially the rib nuts. Who'd have thunk it? Peanuts sauteed in a barbecue marinade? That's just crazy good. Get them at ribrub.com right now, along with other great recipes. That's ribrub.com. If you don't like my rib rub or rib nuts, I'll give you money back. Do it today. That's Coleman's Dynamic Products at ribrub.com. 
All right, welcome back to the show, Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices. 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with us if you'd like to join the show. A lot of stuff to talk about today, of course. You know, since we're talking about sisters and women, uh, you know, I, I talked a little bit in the tease about uh, the stories about young black girls and hair products. And you can go out and Google those stories, but... Uh, a, a while back, it was years ago, um, they discovered that the hair products that were being used by black women on their, on their daughters were causing them to reach puberty at one and a half to two years earlier than white girls of the same age. And they found that curious. Of course, they, they tried to say environment. They tried to look at a number of different possibilities, but nothing ever panned out. They, 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 they had white girls growing up in the same types of environments as black girls, yet it was the black girls that were reaching puberty or coming on their menstrual cycle earlier than white girls. So they started looking at diet. They started looking at things that they use that put that they put in their body. And the one thing that white girls, that black girls use, that white girls did not use were some of these hair care products. And when you went, when they went and they examined some of the ingredients in some of those hair care products, they discovered that some of these products had placentas in them. I'm not kidding. And of course, that was estrogen. You put it in your hair, it soaks in your body. You're using this on a regular basis. And then over time, it manifests itself in, in this particular case, early puberty for young black girls. Go read the story. You don't have to believe me. So I find it interesting that on CNN, apparently they've discovered something else. And I'm going to read you a little bit of this story. It says, hair straightening chemicals, chemical products linked to increased Uterine cancer in new study. Hello. Think about this. Why do black women seem to always get uterine cancer more so than white women? Let me just read this. Scientists are uncovering new details in the connection between using certain straightening products, such as chemical relaxers, and pressing products and an increased risk of cancer in women. Ongoing research previously suggested that hair straightening chemicals are associated with an increased risk of certain hormone-related cancers, including breast and ovarian cancers. And now a new study links use of hair-straightening products with an increased risk of uterine cancer. Black women may be affected 
due to their higher use of the products, according to researchers. The study published Monday in the Journal uh, of National Cancer Institute estimates that among women who do not use hair-straightening chemical products in the past 12 months, 1.6% developed uterine cancer by age 70. But about 4% of the women who frequently use such hair-straightening products developed uterine cancer by age 70. That finding also communicates that uterine cancer is indeed rare. However, the doubling of the risk does lead to some concern, according to uh, doctors. In this study, women with frequent use in the past had an over twofold higher risk of uterine cancer, according to reports. Frequent use was defined as more than four times in a previous year. Think about how many of you black women out there are getting your hair relaxed right now. Oh my God, this is ter- terrible. The new study indicate include data of about 34,000 women in the United States ages 35 to 74 who completed questionnaires about their use of certain hair products, including perms, dyes, relaxers, and straighteners. The researchers from the National Institutes of Health also tracked the incidence of cancer diagnoses within the study group. The researchers found a strong association between hair straightening products and uterine cancer cases, but the use of other hair products such as dyes and perms and body waves was not associated with uterine cancer. The study data also showed that the association between hair straightening products and uterine cancer cases was most pronounced for black women who made up about 7.4% of the study participants, but 59% of those who reported ever using straighteners. Several factors likely play a role in the frequent use of straightening products. Eurocentric standards of beauty, social pressures placed on black and Latino women in workplace settings related to the microaggressions and the threat of discrimination along with desired versatility and changing hairstyles and self-expression. The bottom line is that the exposure burden appears higher among black women. Based off the body of literature in the, in the area, we know that the products mark, marketed directly to black children and women have shown to contain multiple chemical chemicals associated with disrupting hormones. And these products marketed to black women have also shown to have harsher chemical formulations. On top of that, we know that black women tend to use multiple products simultaneously, which could contribute to black women on average having higher concentrations of these hormone disrupting chemicals in their systems. You don't think black lives matter? At this point, if I'm black women and I've got uterine cancer or breast cancer, I start suing some of these manufacturers. As much as you all holler about paying attention to what you eat, there's so many black women right now who are vegetarians, which is great but you're not paying attention to what you put on your body. 
you're so Eurocentric minded that you're killing yourself to be white. <laughs> that kind of boggles your mind, doesn't it? It should. You're killing yourself. You want your hair to be straight. Y'all call it good hair. When you don't realize that the hair that you're blessed with, that kinky wool afro that you have, was designed specifically for you to save your ancestors' lives. And as a matter of fact, if it had not worked, then you would not be here today. I dare you to go back and look at some of the pictures of the 70s and look at those beautiful black women with those beautiful flo- those froze. Every time I see one of those pictures, I just like, oh, Lord, look at that sister. Be who you are, but please, whatever you do, stop killing yourself to be white. I mean, that's what they're doing. They're killing themselves to be black. (laughs) They are. They're killing themselves to be black because they're going out and, you know, hanging out in the sun, shooting stuff in their butts and their, their faces and their lips. And then when you see how old they look, it's terrible. It's terrible. 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with me if you want to join the show. Uh, A couple of other things I want to talk about before we get out of here. Um, I definitely want to talk about this mayor's race, and then we're going to wrap the show up uh, possibly. Well, we'll talk about we need to understand where our money goes and how people use our money to work against us, and we're going to talk about who's funding some of these repugnants. That's important. But before that, let's go ahead and talk about this mayor's race real fast. Uh, The Little Rock mayor candidate Greg Henderson hit Steve Landers' plan to use more police dogs and drones. This is, this is Steve Landers' plans, to use police dogs and drones to combat crime. You see, he don't understand. He doesn't have any concept of what, what causes crime. None whatsoever. His concept is we just got to stop the blacks. And as I was talking to a friend the other day about this mayor's race, and a lot of people believe that, that, uh, that Frank Scott's going to lose, and quite possibly he could. There are a lot of black people who have turned their backs on Frank Scott in this city, which is pathetic to me, for Steve Landers, the guy who wants to use drones and dogs. So much for community policing, huh? Wait till you hear what he said about them dogs. All right, just wait till you hear that. I'm going to read that here in a moment. But he could very well win. What y'all going to do now? We know... Hiring police. So instead of hiring more police, you're going to hire more police dogs. (laughs) This is the guy y'all want to run Little Rock? And I was telling a friend as we were talking, here's why I think Frank Scott's going to win. I think, you see, a lot of people don't realize there are actually four people in this race. Three white, one black. And if you don't think color matters in this city, then I got a bridge to sell you that they're building downtown. It's almost ready. You can go down and look at it. It's it's legit. I'll sell it to you. 
what's going to happen, I believe, in this in this race is that those three white folks are going to split the white vote. I don't know how popular these guys are. I know this Henderson guy is, people talk about him, but this other guy that's in the race, I don't know about him. But between Landers and those uh, those other two white opponents, candidates, they're going to they're gonna split that vote. If black people vote the way they need to vote in Little Rock, Frank wins again. But I want to I want to tell you what Henderson said about Landers. Uh, Greg Henderson, he took a swipe at Landers uh, at a mayoral, for, a mayoral forum on Wednesday, last Wednesday, when he argued that deploying attack dogs and drones, as Landers has suggested, would be counterproductive. Henderson said that policing through fear would kill recent momentum on improving the relationship between the police and the community. I didn't know it had been improved, but again, it doesn't. this doesn't make any sense. But this is the guy, Steve Landers, that some of you black people are touting, okay? With regard to bringing in dogs and drones, Henderson said, that's not community policing and that's not progressive policing. His remarks came at a forum at Southwest Community Center. Frank Scott is seeking, and we know about that, okay, Landers, who was absent from the forum, again, he didn't come to the forum in the black community, and he didn't go to the forum in what is the predominantly Hispanic community. But he went to the forum in the white community. I'm just throwing that out there, okay? According to Landers, drones could make up for the absence of the police department's helicopter program, Landers indicated. Uh, uh, as of July 20th, the department was working to sell its last helicopter, which had been flown, hasn't been flown since December 2016. As for the uh, canines, every shift needs a dog because a lot of times a dog can diffuse. This is Landers. Dogs can diffuse. Okay. They can get in there so quickly instead of a man or a woman walking in someone's house where uh, the guy has a gun on somebody. I want to have a dog available in case it's the right thing to do. Every circumstance is different. Now, let me ask you a question. How many times has police here in Little Rock had, had, had been to a house where someone has a gun and was threatening to shoot the police? That doesn't happen too often. What is happening in Little Rock, as it is around the country, is people are killing people on the street. What you going to do about that, Steve Landers? You saw, see, coming up with these odd-ass uh, uh, ideas just to make yourself sound important, to make you think that you have an idea, when you really look at it, you find out and you realize just how asinine it is. And Henderson called you out on this. Okay? That same old mantra, his program calls for increasing law enforcement collaboration on both sides of the Arkansas River, flooding uh, better technology and training and recruiting more officers to allow them to patrol neighborhoods in the city. Hmm. At the forum... Uh, Henderson said he would double down on the community-oriented policing uh, if elected mayor. He later argued that in order to break the cycle in which crime increases every 10 to 15 years, officials ought to invest in after-school programs and education. He's got a point. That's where it begins. 
You see, if you really want to stop, solve crime as opposed to using people as a, a political balloon, then you need to start when they're kids. See, you understand now that poor people, if you don't help them, their children sometimes grow up to be criminals. They're not the only ones because middle, middle, uh, uh, middle-income people, rich people, they have children who are criminals as well. But the odds are that a young person will participate in criminal activity is higher when they grow up in poverty. So the best thing to try to do, if you eliminate poverty, if you alleviate poverty, then guess what? You will alleviate and eliminate crime. But see, these white folks don't care about that because all they want to do is lock a brother and a sister up. Hmm. That's sad. That's really, actually, it's pathetic as far as I'm concerned. We'll take our last break. Let's see if we can get some information on who's financing the repugnance. You got to put eyes on your dollars, folks. I dare you. Back in a moment. You're listening to Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices. On joinedradio.com. W. Coleman here for Coleman's Dynamic Rib Rub and Rib Nuts. Go to ribrub.com, that's R-I-B-B-R-U-B-B.com right now and stock up on the best dry marinades for baking, grilling, and smoking your favorite meats. Three great flavors, hot and spicy, original, and scorching. Try them at your next cookout and you will shout, bacon, grill it, shake it, oh yeah! Only one place to get Coleman's Dynamic products, that's ribrub.com. Easy to order and I'll ship direct to you or to friends and family anywhere in the United States. While on the site, be sure to check out other great items, especially the rib nuts. Who'd have thunk it? Peanuts sauteed in a barbecue marinade? That's just crazy good. Get them at ribrub.com right now, along with other great recipes. That's ribrub.com. If you don't like my rib rub or rib nuts, I'll give you money back. Do it today. That's Coleman's Dynamic Products at ribrub.com. Hello, this is gospel recording artist Tina Adams. I'm excited about my album release party on October the 23rd at 4 p.m. It's going to be held at the venue at the West Wind after church. So you want to make sure that you come out, bring the family to enjoy a walk of the red carpet, food, fun, live music, and entertainment. Enjoy an evening of blessings. Get tickets on Eventbrite. Search for See About Me 
album release party. And I look forward to seeing you on October the 23rd at 4 p.m. Get your tickets for the Tina Adams album release party on October 23rd at 4 p.m. Featuring the hit single, See About Me. This event is free and open to the public. For more information, go to eventbrite.com. Search for album release party, See About Me. We'll see you there. Dynamic Dave for JoinetRadio.com. I'm inviting all small businesses to contact me at 855-525-5683 and let Joinet Radio set up an advertising package specifically designed with your business in mind. This is a great opportunity for small businesses to get your products on the air. Do you want to get the word out about a new business? Joinet Radio is for you. Do you want to advertise your event or social gathering? Join Ed Radio is for you. Do you preach or teach? Do it right here on joinedradio.com. Call me, Dynamic Dave, at 855-525-5683 or go to joinedradio.com and review our great lineup of shows. Let's help each other and let's get your products in the hands of consumers across the country. Call me, Dynamic Dave, at joinedradio.com at 855-525-5683. I'll talk to you soon. All right, welcome back to the show, Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices. 855-525-5683 is the number. By the way, uh, shout out to John Brown, October 16th, uh, 1859. Marked the anniversary of the raid on Harper's Ferry. You know, it was a long time that I didn't even know John Brown was a white guy. Uh, I actually did a report on him later on and discovered that uh, that he was white, sacrificed his entire family for freedom of black people. Fascinating story. Uh, also, uh, I believe the 16th made the anniversary of the uh, 1960, was it the 68 Olympics when... Um, um, Uh, God, I, I can't even think of the Tom, Dr. Tommy Smith and John Carlos held up the famous black power sign. We've had the honor of, of interviewing Dr. Uh, John Carlos on the show. So shout out to them as well. All right. So this last segment, we're going to talk about a couple of things, but I, I think it's important for us to understand a couple of things and we'll leave that last one. But do you all know that the Secret Service reached out to uh, the Oath Keepers before the January 6th riot? I just throw that out there. You know, this, these are the same people who uh, refused to turn over documents and destroyed a lot of texts and email, wouldn't turn it over to the January 6th committee. Just thought I'd throw that out there. But I, I, what I really want to talk about are the companies that continue to fund our demise. This article is from Yahoo Finance. Here's the, here's, here's the caption. Even more companies that pledge not to give to Sedition Caucus have reversed course. Y'all remember those 147 U.S. lawmakers who voted to overturn the U.S. election? Y'all remember those guys? 
the outcry was from the corporate America. They quickly uh, said with hundreds of companies vowing to stop donations to lawmakers who would eventually be known by opponents as the Sedition Caucus. While the backsliding began within months, two reports out recently show how most of those companies reversed course and resumed those donations. The report comes just weeks before midterm elections that will determine which party controls the House of Representatives and the Senate. One compilation from Citizens of Responsibility and Ethics in Washington found that out of nearly 250 companies that said they no longer support election deniers, more than two-thirds have resumed donations at this point. Another analysis from a group called Accountable U.S. Highlights, Accountable U.S. highlights companies that have given in August for the first time since the riot. New names there include the PACs, and Allstate, and MasterCard. The continued checks come from come as Republicans are expected to regain power. Okay, so what's the point? And I'm just going to Allstate, MasterCard didn't respond, but you know what? I have Allstate insurance. Careful. I pay my insurance on time every day. I mean, every month. It might be time for me to move my money. And that's why I'm saying this. It's because if we're serious about civil rights, if we're serious about voting rights, if we're, if we're serious about simply being reviewed as a man, then it is imperative that we stop feeding the monster. We've got to stop doing it. We, we, the only way to make a white person change his mind is to affect their pocketbooks. Think about it. Y'all have heard of Alex Jones, haven't you? Yeah, you have. He just slapped with a, got slapped with a 900-something million dollar lawsuit that he lost, which reminds me. Kanye West has got about to get slapped with a billion dollar lawsuit himself by the by the George Floyd family for lying and saying, "Oh, George Floyd didn't die because of that knee that was cutting off his his circulation and his air passage. Kanye said he died because of fentanyl. He's about to get slapped. So the point is that if you really want to stop these people from doing what they're doing, then you have to affect their pocketbooks. How much of an inconvenience is it worth for you to be free? Those are the questions that we need to start asking ourselves because to me, based on what I've seen, black people don't give a damn about freedom. Y'all don't. All y'all concerned about is getting yours, keeping it real, 
things that really don't matter in the grand scheme of things. Uh, unfortunately, and I guess because many black people grew up with nothing, so now they are extremely selfish and don't understand that high tides raises all boats. I'm just getting mine. That's all that matters. And until we start targeting these, you just heard me say, one of those, look, I have a MasterCard. Maybe I need to, and it's through my, it's through my credit union. And maybe I need to go to my credit union and say, hey, is there another, is there a visa? But then, too, I don't know if visa is, is actually not donating to these thugs. What about Starbucks? What about any of these companies? We, those are things that we need to, we need to have. Our, our dollars need to be politically conscious. You can't walk around and talk about how woke you are, yet your dollars are still going to the people that have kept you asleep for centuries. The key is financial solvency. The key is financial power. And they understand that if the black man ever begins to understand financial power, not that you can go out and buy a car and put rims on it and buy the biggest stereo, but you can go to the bank and write that check for the community, not for yourself, but for the community. That's financial power. And until we understand that concept, we're going to still and continue to languish in misery 1.5 trillion dollars annually. Don't tell me black people don't have the money. We're just not we're not using the money. We're not letting our money work for us. We're working for money. Every day that you go to a white man's job, you're not letting money work for you. You're working for money. And anytime you're in that situation, you're going to be subject to a fall because that white man can come in any day and say, hey, we've sold our company. We're moving to whatever. And you're sitting there crying. Financial power is the key. It changes everything. You don't see Asians out here marching for civil rights. Hello. Financial power is the key. Hope you enjoyed the show. We've got to get out of here. Wow, time really went fast. We'll see you next time. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Just want to remind you, here's our quote of the day by one of my all-time favorites, Dr. Frances Cress Wilson. She says, we do not realize that the massive deaths of black males constitute the genocide of black people as it takes black males to make black babies and ensure future black generations. Y'all have a great day.
You've been listening to Black Focus, where we discuss our issues with our solutions and our voices. Join us every weekday afternoon at 1 p.m. on JoinetRadio.com.